It's true. Listen, life is about flexibility. That's right. It's about adjusting. Yeah, that's right. Thank Roll you with so the punches. Much. I can't believe this soundboard is. Uh, it's it's jacked. It's, it's fine. It's kaput. It's fine. We need some new hardware. We're obviously very professional. Yeah. What's up, everyone? I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Elisa. Welcome to the Being Church podcast. Today we're uh, hobbling along. We've got some technical difficulties, but. We still wanted to put something out for you guys. Yeah, we're going to make it work. We're so we're sitting real close together talking into one mic. It's very intimate. Junior, Emily, you have it's nothing not to worry about. You have nothing to worry about. No, no not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I've actually never even seen the board. This is it. This yeah, is you're seeing things from my point yeah, of view. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really want to learn all this stuff. I keep telling you like you have time to teach me, but I, I, I want to learn how that works. I could teach you. Anyway, so today we are going to talk about <clears throat> division. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. In the church. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. This has just been something that you and I have kind of just like in, in different conversations been, but like, why is, it, why is this particular thing so polarizing? Why does it feel like, don't you just feel like you're in the center? I mean, aren't we all just Catholic? Trying to, right, exactly. So there's a lot of things that are, uh, you know, topics for debate or things out there. People think one way is better than another, whether it's like, the way you worship right. or, you know, how you treat other people or whatever. Um, and a lot of these things split right and left, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. I, I find, I find that, you know, I find we appropriate our Catholic lingo into like, well, this is a conservative way to think and this right. is a progressive way to think. Um, that's Miss Chaffee sneezing in the back. <laughs> Bless you, Chaffee. Thanks, Chaffee. Bless you, Chaffee. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, so so I don't understand why, like, political lingo gets kind of uh, transferred over to to the church stuff. I think this is what I think. I well, think it's perfectly fine to, like, love a traditional mass. Like, I, always, always mm-hmm. I tell Father, Father uh, Doug that I prefer 1130 mass to 930 mass. Right. And he prefers organ. Right. To my uh, sure. traditional guitar piano setup. Sure. So like, and that's fine. But where does it, why does it eventually float into sometimes? Into like, this is the right way. Right, exactly. So let's back up. Though. Okay. So what, what like, because you came to me a couple weeks ago, you were like, we got it. You flew in and you were like, we got to talk about this. Um, my return to Twitter. Oh, uh, okay. All right. That's what it was. So I, it really was because I took six months off. Of t- so this is what Twitter is good for. Okay. It's good for finding information quickly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that's kind of where I used to get like what was going on in the church, what was going on in like the different social justice things, um, news, blah, 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 blah. And I try really hard to follow both like all kinds of different people with all kinds of different backgrounds, but it just got like real, real hateful. Right. Because from, from your point of view, which I think I share that point of view, it's kind of nice to stand in a spot where you can see all the perspectives, right? right? You follow first things and you follow America right. magazine, you follow CNN, you follow Fox. Right. So that you're kind of getting both of the flavors. Right. Um, so that you can kind of make an informed decision. But both flavors of all the flavors, just got to where it just made me, like, angry. Like, I was getting, I was finding myself angry for, like, like, no reason. Angry about what? Just angry, like, angry that people were so, like, mean. Angry that people were mean. But angry that people were mean. And then I would just, like, retweet things that I just were like, yeah, and retweet, you know? And not really think, it's so easy to, like, try to kind of project your, like, position out in the world. 
So then I returned to Twitter after six months because of football season. That's the most important thing for yeah. me. I need to be able to follow the Longhorns uh, on game day, play by play. So I returned and then I was like, oh, I'm in it again. Listen, all these people that I follow, like, this is the thing. Do you know how Twitter is set up? Like, not only do you get who you follow, right. but you see things on your timeline. That's like new, like, like, right. like kind of on Facebook, like mm-hmm. what people liked, what people don't like, who people. And so then I would like see people and I'd be like, oh, I thought you were, I thought you weren't like that. And you're <laughs> like that. Oh, like I'd be judging. Right, I was right. judging but, people. But okay. So then, yeah, people are painted in these images of what we perceive as right and left right. in the church, right? Right. I'm a conservative. I'm right. a traditional Latin mass right. person. And I'm a, I don't care, anything goes kind of person. Right? right. And so, yeah. So, I mean, I'm on Twitter too. And I, you see this in this sphere called Catholic Twitter. Yeah. Like, quote unquote Catholic Twitter, which you don't like. No, right? I don't like that label. Um, but it's all of these sort of Catholic personalities that are very boisterous about things they think to be right or wrong. And they battle it out. I was actually just on Twitter last night. And some, someone, I don't know who these people are. That's the other thing. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. They're just random. Um, she shared something kind of very heartfelt. You know, she tweeted something heartfelt and loving. And someone just commented and just like... Tore Took down. all the air out of it. Like just popped her bubble. Yeah. It was like, actually, that's wrong. You shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. And it's like... So there's... On, on the one hand, it's like uh, social media is great for engaging the truth and like, you know, kind of having these... There's nothing wrong with having discussions on right. social media. You know, Bishop Barron does that really well. Oh, he does it so um, well. But there's a toxicity to it, right? Absolutely. One way or the other where, you know, a comment on something totally unrelated to the truth about the Eucharist can like devolve into just like... I hate you Mud because slinging. you don't believe in the Eucharist. Right, right. Which is not Or there, there are like accounts purely set up to just like, it, it's just, so I think the thing that, uh, I think the thing that eventually I understood is that uh, when I was kind of devolving into like that thinking is that we need all kinds in the church. Like we need the person who loves that mass or who, uh, this is their thing or whatever. And we need, like, we need the balance. And so I can't be like offended if you don't, you know, express your Catholicity the same way I do. Like that can't offend me. Right. But how do we do that? How, how is it that there are so many expressions of Catholicness or Catholicity? If there is one truth, if there is one thing that we believe, I think personality, right. Or like gifts and talents or what you like, I don't know everybody who just digs social justice the way that I do, but I don't think that everybody's supposed to dig social justice the way that I do. I just think it turns toxic when you change it from, I'm trying to follow truth. I'm trying to love Jesus. I'm trying to love his people to you must all do it the way that I do it or see it the way I see right. it or you're you like draw a line in the sand and you're like okay if you're not then you're you know right. exactly yeah they're like judge jury and executioner yeah they and you know they want to judge the libs and own the trads and like whatever they're these groups I know all the lingo yeah no uh, I know the, the lingo. yeah and that lingo is just like trads I remember so when you talked to me about the division I was thinking about you know right and left in the church and how that's like that's us putting our political, appropriating our political system Absolutely. onto Catholic way of life and Catholic belief. And, you know, there, there is no, I mean, there is politics in the church, but there's no like, like we love the immigrant, right? right. We care for the widow. Right. We, you know, 
abortion is wrong. Right. Like, if you're Catholic, these things are true. Um, there's no right or left on them. I remember I was talking to some kid in college. He was a politics major. And um, I don't know what we were talking about, but I said something like, uh, yeah, you know, people appropriate this stuff. Right and left doesn't exist in the church. And he, like, couldn't get his mind around it. He's like, yes, it does. And I said, well, yeah, people think they are. Yeah. But there, there is none. Right. Like, it's just, it's this, yeah, it's this, it's this false division that, that is opposed to Christ's unity. Right. The unity that Christ brings. And it's really negative. So I can tell when I'm like uh, floating into those realms, just if I, just kind of the, the air that I take in. Like if I, if I'm uh, acting more negative towards anything, I'm like, oh, 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 like I'm, I'm leaning in those directions. Here's the thing, as I think like if I were to like say left or right or whatever, conservative or liberal or whatever, I think everybody kind of leans in certain directions, right? And the leaning, it's really hard to be just right, like right smack in the middle. I think based on your backgrounds, how you were brought up, what your life experiences, there's a lot of, that's how you're going, that's the, that's the lens through which you're going to see the world around you. So you're, I think like in some regards, like having a lean or a tendency to see things a certain way or another way, I think that's totally fine. I think when you start ripping people down or judging people before you're even having a conversation with them. Oh my gosh. I saw like the, (laughs) speaking of, I saw the best meme the other day and somebody was like, uh, arguing on Twitter and it showed two dogs and they were like barking, barking, barking at each other in between a screen door. Like they're barking, barking, barking and then arguing in real life and they open the door and both of the dogs were like. Silent. Silent. Right? Because right. it's really hard to like that proximity thing where you start to see that people are actually human and well, they that, have stories. Yes, exactly. That's social media all over the place, right? right? It's just, right. And that's what I was going to say. I think like, I think the antidote to this is to, there, there's a degree of like doing this too much on social media. Right. To, to, to like make unity happen, we have to encounter one another, right? We have to go face to face. Um, because it's harder for me to have an argument against immigration when I see what is actually happening. Right. And these, or when you meet an immigrant. Right. Right, Exactly. You know, and so not to say that, well, I don't know. It just, it changes your perspective. Right. And it, it, it shows us, I think we so often just get so locked behind our screens that we don't know that there's a person. Right. Right. We, we are interacting with an account, with a personality and not with a person. Right. Um, and so it's, I think it's really important to meet people and have these discussions face to face, but to be honest about them too. Is there division? Let me ask you this. Is there division yeah. outside of social media? Yeah. Okay. So what do you do about that division? So we're saying, okay, well, you know, we just, if it's online, you need to just, you need to just X out and be human. But like, we, how do we, we prevent general, that? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think you can prevent it because this is the world that we live in. Right. But people in general, in my opinion, need to get better at having discussions and having, um, dialogues. Right. There's so much yelling. There's so much screaming. And like, sure, maybe people have something to yell and scream about. But like, there's so much of it. And it's so driven by emotion. And emotion's not bad. But it's like, if we really want to fix things, and I'm not talking in the public sphere. Right. But this applies to that too. If we want to fix things, if we want to have a discussion about how we can move forward, um, we need to like, be calm and like, have real arguments. Right. So, okay, so then this is the Being Church podcast, and this is Being Church here at St. Louis. So how do we, as a community, um, 
how do we build unity? Because, right, unity is the opposite of division, right? So yeah. what would we do as a community here? So I, th- I can think of two things right off the bat. So I actually read this article on Twitter this weekend that said, I was talking about um, in the wake of all this scandal, there's a new division. It's not just between right and left, which has been for, you know, decades in the church. Um, it's between lady and clergy. Oh, Right, like and this is a moment I when can see that. this is a moment when lady are like, ah, enough with you, and like there was some group at Catholic U who's like, rich people putting all their money together and they're like starting investigations into these cardinals, like they're doing independent investigations. Like, so the lady is skeptical of the clergy, yeah, at this moment, and you know, yeah. sure, we you know we should we should protect ourselves and right. work to cleanse the church. But if it gets to a point of disunity where it's like, I can't trust the priests I work with, I can't trust the priests that say my mass, whatever, our mass, uh, that's a problem. Right. And so, especially for us working in the church, we need to see the priests as, we need to see the priests as coworkers in the vineyard. Yeah. um, And helpers. So I think, I think that's one area to be aware of. I think it's all about being aware. Yeah. Of where division exists. Um, And the other obvious one I can think of, it's St. Louis's culture. Yeah. For sure. Right. We need to find, and, and the, the, uh, Quinto Encuentro team is, is doing a good job with this, but like, we need to find places where we can encounter right. one another, no matter what our culture is, whether right. we're Anglo, Hispanic or Asian or whatever. Right. right. Um, so those and, are two things I can think of concrete ways. I don't know, but being aware is the starting point. Yeah. 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 And, and actually, I mean, maybe just kind of embracing, uh, that there are differences, like uh, kind of. The, you know, the new age lingo of leaning in, <laughs> yeah leaning in towards something that's different mm-hmm. uh, versus uh, going to your corner and being afraid, you know? Totally. Maybe, maybe if 930 is your mass, maybe, you know, taking in a 6 a.m. mass or if, you know, just... Uh, or just, a Spanish mass. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. So just, just maybe, like you said, being aware of... of being aware, but also kind of embracing and celebrating the the fact that uh, there are so many gifts and talents on on our in our parish, and that those things don't need to like divide us. They need totally. to, they, they need to unite. Yeah, us. yeah, yeah. I mean, all the all the parts of the body work together for one um, right. for one mission, right? So I was we get so wrapped up in our own church here in Austin, but also like our own American church. That we forget about the what Catholic actually means. It means universal. Right. This church exists all over the country, all over the world. Right. Uh, even within the country, there's differences. When I was, I so I went to Rome with my parents a couple summers ago, and we it was a great trip. We were standing in the Sistine Chapel. Oh my! It was awesome. Right. You, the Sistine Chapel. There's this beautiful. Um, I forget what it's called. That's not a mosaic. It's a piece of. It's an artwork. The yeah. whole thing is a piece of art of heaven. It's, it's, you know, the kingdom of heaven. And I'm standing there shoulder to shoulder with all these stinky people. Tourists. Yeah. Who are from everywhere. Yeah. Italy and Asia and Australia and whatever. And I'm like getting so frustrated because like I can't, I keep getting hit around and like right. bounced around and like my, I keep losing my parents and I can't go to a good picture. And I'm standing there. I was like, gosh, I just want to look at this picture of heaven. <laughs> And I like Meanwhile, stopped. Jesus is like, so uh, so in the in the Sistine Chapel, if you've ever been, they've got these guards who like every two minutes go, shh, quiet, silencio, whatever, because yeah. everyone's like, everyone's yeah. talking and they want to keep it quiet. And so this guard went, shh, 
quiet. And as he did that, it got real quiet. And I was like, oh. Like, I just had this realization in the silence. I was like, this is what heaven is. Right. All these people are hopefully going to be in heaven with me, hopefully. I need to get over myself. Right. And so it was actually a cool moment. I've had these moments in my life where I'm like, wow, this is the universal church. That was one of them. Another one was Pope Francis Mass in DC. It was just like 40,000 people. And I was like, we are all Catholic. Right. Holy smokes, man. We, so when we were at, when we were in uh, Philadelphia with, with the kids, what struck me is that during mass, we were surrounded by all kinds of people and they prayed in their own language. Yeah. So it was just like, oh my, like that, you're right. It was that moment of. We are all so different, but we are all so the same. Yeah. And we're all the children and we're all about to receive the body of Christ. And this is just on like a, like in the middle of a town on the, on the street, everything was blocked off. And it was just like incredible feeling so connected to people that, you know, were there from. There are moments when the parts become one, uh, when you realize like, oh, this is sort of what it's supposed to be like. Right. You know, I mean, Jesus was sad that we were all divided. I mean, yeah. even the Gospels last week, his right, his d- disciples were like, "Dude, there are pre- people preaching." Yeah. Uh, no, was that him? Yeah, was yeah, that yeah. the Gospel or was yeah. that the first reading? No, 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 that was right. It was the Gospel. Yeah, they're like, there are people preaching about you. Right. They're not us, and he was right. like, they're not doing anything bad. Yeah. Like it's cool. Yeah. They're talking they're about they're, right. They're preaching good things, and so um, this is not to say that like there is no truth. There is truth, and we mm-hmm. need to discuss that and like work yeah. hard at getting to the same truth. But it's a little bit like scripture of like, uh, check out the plank in your own eye before you're going around telling everybody the specs in there. I, I think we get into like a into a gatekeeper mode. Like, no, you're you know this is how the way this is the way you're supposed to pray that our Father, or this is the way you're supposed to. I'll never forget like one time I brought some teenagers that had never been to uh, the Stations of the Cross, to the Stations of the Cross. And one girl didn't know when she was supposed to kneel, uh, when she was supposed to genuflect. And there was a parishioner there that I have seen for years and years and years. And just, just kind of the look that she gave her like, it was almost like, how dare you not know what you're doing? You know what I mean? And I'm like, you're losing, like, you're losing the per- our purpose here. The, what we're supposed to be doing is, you know, uh, worshiping God and bringing others to Jesus. And so it's not all going to look pretty all the time. Right. So if we fall into that, like, then then we start to to divide up who's who's on our right side and who's on the wrong side. Yeah. Um, but if we kind of embrace, like, the the magic magic it's not really magic the beauty of of all the differences i think uh i think it helps us yeah whenever we try to assert our own like place or perfection we always get it wrong i I mean when you were talking i was thinking of like when jesus's disciples were like well can i sit on your right and he'll sit on your left and jesus was like no that's not how it works like when we when we make our faith like a club that you have to belong to yes to know all the right things to say and do we lose it see and that's we okay we lose everything about it that's okay you're in or you're out we lose it right so this that was the best sentence you've ever said well you, you've said some good sentences <laughs> every every podcast i'm like oh that's the best sentence you ever said but really that, it, that's when it that okay 
that sentence basically goes to the heart of why I flew in here that day and was like, we need to talk about division because this is not a club. We are not in a club and we are not the gate. We are not president and vice president of a club and we don't get to say you are in or you are out. We get to, we get to defend the truth. We get to love the truth. But, um, there's this personality on Twitter that, uh, Really, he just breaks my heart. He's Catholic, and he just breaks my heart. Because to me, he uses the truth as a club to like beat down humanity with the truth. And I'm just like, if that's, if that's what we're doing with, with, the, with the truth of the gospel, um, I, think we're, I think maybe we're, we need to check ourselves and we're doing it a little bit wrong. Yeah, and of course, everyone's got like the best of intentions because, um, because you know, our faith is so sacred and it is so important. And I mean, honestly, you're going to be like, what? I, I do think division can be used for good at some, at some times. Like the same way that heresies could be used for good, right? Like when, when people are speaking heresies, it helps the church define more of what we think, like right. more clearly what we think. Right. Um, because God doesn't, division is, a, is an effect of sin and God doesn't let sin operate for nothing. Right. God uses everything for good. And so I think, I think that by being divided, we we get a clear image of what it means to be united. Kind of like what we're talking about. Was that another good sentence? Did you, did you I have to think, one? yeah, I nodded only because I have but to I, think about that. I think that like, um, in our division, we really see, we really see the poison. We should. Of, right. I think that's what it is. There, yes, you're right. You're right. If we right. could, if we could look at it and say, man, this one, this doesn't feel right. But two, this isn't right. Yes. When when we are so opposite of each other, this isn't right. What steps do we need to take to uh, move towards each other? Um, I agree. But yeah, it, and uh, and so let me be the first to say, um, I fall into this trap all the time. Like sure. I I have like a major like complex of no wait, like I know what's going on, right? Sure. I know what I know the way that things ought to be, and um, you ought to do it this way. That's why so, we're talking on a podcast about how everyone should live their lives, right? Right, exactly. Guys. <laughs> no, it, this is uh, this is forever and will always be like how uh, how we want to do better. I think this podcast, like 100%. how how you and I are trying to do better, but also just just our parish, mm-hmm. like how we are being church to each other and out in the world. So. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So yeah, who sets the vision? I think it's Christ's vision that we need to follow, and uh, I don't know what all that looks like. We need to spend time with him. But, but exactly. That's right. We need to, we need to spend time with him and figure it out. Yeah. Um, So uh, as always, we haven't solved anything, but we've highlighted an issue and we're going to work on it. (laughs) We've brought it up and we've uh, stewed over it and we'll continue to stew over it. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do better. We're going to do better. Totally. Well, um, thank you guys so much for joining us today. uh, And we uh, love you. We are going to pray for you immediately after this uh, podcast. Um, if you liked it, go ahead and like and subscribe. Tell all your friends about it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and go be church. Sorry, Tom. I just took the whole thing. It's okay. All right. Yeah, go be church. Yeah.